And now, live from StarWorldWideNetworks.com, welcome to Marketing Money Mindset, bringing you interesting true stories on how clever marketing ideas create money opportunities with a conscious mindset producing impact and success. Together, lover of marketing Elisa Sparks Lane from the Ellen Sparks Agency and marketing automation master, founder, and CEO of Think, Automate, Grow, Rich Thurman, share their experiences on how success is so much more than creating cash flow. True success comes when you nurture your business, body, and brain in order to get the most out of your business and in life. Join the dynamic duo on our journey to success. Ready, set, listen. Good morning. Hello. Okay, so every time I hear master, I'm like, where is he? What? Like, who's the master? Where's the master? Every time I hear the dynamic duo, I think we need to get capes. Dude, don't you have one? No. (laughs) I have like three. Have you learned like the superheroes that have capes? It just never goes well for them. (laughs) No, it does. Have you not watched Oh, because of the Incredibles? Yeah. Yeah, I do love the Incredibles. One of my favorites. But I still like capes. Yeah. I wear it indoors. And masks. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So we have two amazing guests. I'm so excited. And guess what? We have a bonus guest. What? Yes. Oh, my goodness. Hannah Lopez. The Hannah Lopez. The Hannah Lopez. Singer, songwriter. Her mom is here. (laughs) Tony. Tony, her mom is here. And she said she may tell us what it was to create a phenomenon. Yeah. So I'm really excited about that. And then one of my great, great friends. Okay, so we actually met a while back. I think there was some yoga involved. There was some like healthy food. Oh my gosh, she was phenomenal. And then we just met up and we created Being Flawless. Right? Do you remember that, Jennifer? I do, I do. Jennifer is here. She's talking about recruiting, how to like just master your life and just have the job of your dreams. And just like, she's like the matchmaker. Right? I love that. Yeah. And she is fantastic at what she does. So, you know, today's show was actually inspired by both of you. And it was really about like knowing your value. And we were talking about earlier today. And it's like, it takes a little bit of focus. Not something um, Rich and I always have. What? Uh, Exactly. So we were hoping that both of you had some insight. And maybe mom, mom Tony might jump in and let us know what it is to focus. (laughs) Hannah's laughing. So I'm not sure why. (laughs) (laughs) She might have some insight. I don't know. Perhaps, so, maybe. All right, so, Anna, tell us a little bit about how'd you get started? I heard it was something about a guitar in your hands at 10. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think I was nine. I was 10. My mom over here, Tony, she um, put me in, a, like, a summer singing class. I think just how you keep busy, just to keep me busy. But um, there's this end performance at the end of the class. It was, like, a little workshop. And my parents were like, what the heck? You can actually sing? Oh, they, they didn't know. They didn't know I could actually sing. It was just... It was did just, you know? I didn't know. I loved to sing, always. I just didn't know I could actually sing. I didn't know I was good at it until they said, hey, you're, you're pretty good. <laughs> yeah. They don't have a musical talent in their body. But, uh, <laughs> so what happened when you were told you can sing? Um, well, they put a guitar in my hands. I asked for a guitar. They put one in my hands. And then ever since then, I've been doing music. I started with... Um, couple of open mics. I did open mics for years, actually. You sing a couple songs, you get up, you get down. And that kind of got me used to the idea of playing. And then my first actual gig was at um, a taco shop, the neighborhood taco shop. And I'd play every Friday for only $20 every week. And all the tacos you can eat? Oh, yeah, all the tacos. You know what? Not even that. I had to pay for my tacos. No kidding. (laughs) I had to pay for my tacos. Wow. So mom didn't negotiate that time. No, sometimes they could. Sometimes they could wing it for me. But other times I was on my own with the tacos. (laughs) Awesome. So what do you do now? Like, how do you get a gig? Like, that's always like the big thing. Yeah. um, I mean, it's pretty much the same as when I did the taco shop. I walked in. I said, I'm the thing you're looking for. Sounds like you need music. But um, so I'll call. I'll walk in. I'll be like, hey, do you have music? If you don't, you really should. Here's what I'm about. But um, the only difference now is it's just it got a little bit easier because also my um, social media progressed. It looks way better than it did than when I played at that. Is that all you or is that mom? Um, that's all me right now. It, she helped me a lot. Mom she had no idea she was going to be involved this much. She helped me a ton when I was first starting. I don't think I could have done it on my own at first because I was just 15. 
Was there any like shy holding back or was there just like not knowing? I don't know. I don't think I'm a shy person. I've never been too shy with what I can do and I put myself out there. But she, I think the extra push from parental support really helped too. Well, yeah, I don't know too many people at your age that actually would say I'm the thing you're looking for. Yeah, exactly. I, would, I could even say that. <laughs> right? I mean, at my age. Rich says it all the time. But me? Mm. <laughs> Definitely. True. He said it earlier today at the coffee shop. Yeah. 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 So I remember the first time I met you. Actually, you hadn't met me yet, but you were um, you were playing at Rula Bula yeah. on Sunday for uh, brunch. And I just walked in and all of a sudden I'm like, who is that? <laughs> and then, you know. Everybody's just like lined up. No one's facing the bar. Everybody else is facing you. And I'm just like, wow. I love that. And um, yeah, just like, you're phenomenal. So thank you. Do you still sing there? Um, not anymore. But um, I had, I sang there every Sunday for I think over a year, like a year and a half. And that's where I met a lot of awesome people like Rich here. <laughs> but yeah. And then I play, um, I mean, just like Rula Bula, I play all over bars on Mill. Like I have some gigs coming up at Loco Patron. Downtown Phoenix, all that good stuff. Wherever they'll take me, I'll play. <laughs> Is there any place that you would like, this would be a dream come true? Like when you really Shoot. think about it, they're like, oh my God, if I played there, I made it. Probably. Like there's a lot of venues maybe like in California I love to play, maybe like Whiskey A Go-Go or something mm. badass like that. Can I say that? Um, you just did. Can I say that? Yeah, you okay, just did. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> I get I slapped. Like, I was like, oops. <laughs> <laughs> it's a afternoon show. <laughs> <laughs> At times. <laughs> so, so what, who inspires you the most? Who inspires? Um, really tough female leads, female rockers. Um, I'm inspired by Janis Joplin, Grace Slick, Joan Jett. Mm. Just that's what I wish to portray in my own music, in my own image. Just strong female leads. What does that mean for you to be a strong female lead? Because obviously if you're inspired by someone, yeah. there's a little bit of that in you. Are they... Um, I love how they take control of their own life. I love how they stick it to the man quite literally. That's kind of my whole, my whole philosophy is stick it to the man. So I like how they went against the norm of what was thought of them or what was asked of them. And it's especially hard as a woman. So when you say the man, you're not talking about the gender, right? You're just no, talking just about like the man, like yeah, the man in general. I knew like, that. Uh, <laughs> I just want to be clear because we love men here. Or, or it's like no, men day. are fine. They're okay. Like, men are awesome. Men are all right. <laughs> As she looks at Rich, <laughs> she's looking behind me at the window. I don't think. Yeah, so. I was. She looked right gazing. at you. Yeah. I was pondering the. <laughs> nah. So so Jen, um, kind of like dovetailing into like what Hannah's talking about. What? Um, why is personal branding so important? And say a little bit more about what you do. Yeah, so I get to do lots of stuff. I'm an HR consultant, uh, so I work with companies and candidates on uh, different people operations, strategy, HR initiatives. Um, but yeah, from a personal branding standpoint, I mean, just listening to Hannah talk, you know, that idea of people knowing what you're about, um, having a very clear idea of what your voice is so that you're matching up I mean, from a job market, and even for Hannah, you know that you're matching up with the people where you're going to thrive, right? You're going you're gonna to create a, a good con connection, whatever that looks like, whether it's for a job or a partnership. And so it's just one of those things that's been really, I think, top of mind for lots of people. I mean, here's Hannah <laughs> talking about getting her social media up and running and using those platforms to spread her message. And I'm sure she's using it. She's putting music on it and sharing other people's music that she likes and creating these really, this really cool synergy. It's such a fun topic, social media, because I think we reconnected on a post that I posted and you wrote something. And the next thing I know, I'm like, come oh, on the show. I love your stuff. Yeah. Oh, thanks. But yeah. OK, so one of the things that we were discussing earlier is like, can social media hurt you and can it help you? Yeah. And as you know, like when employers are looking at your social media, is it OK to have, you know, the 50 shots you had last night on there or... <laughs> Is that going to be a little bit of it's like... An exaggeration. A, I guess it, it was only 25. <laughs> you know, it looked like 50 to me. But. That you could see. Um, yeah, I mean, from, a, from so speaking from like a job search or a candidate, yeah, it's, you know, you, here's the thing. You can do whatever you'd like, right? Your, your image is your image. Um, it's just what do you want to portray, you know, to the world? Uh, and it is your brand. Yeah, I mean, it really is, right? It's kind of this asset, right? You look at it as your, it's your trademark. When somebody goes and Googles your name, what are they going to find? Mm -hmm. Same way they would Google a company or anything else. So really, you know, creating that 
thoughtfully can be very helpful. Um, from, a, from a recruiter standpoint, I tend to, like, one of my things is, unless, unless you're clearly off the charts, Facebook, I figure, is your personal stuff, right? You're, you know, I'm not going to judge you per se. If you had 50 shots, I'm not judging. It's 25. Okay, 25. <laughs> That's what we're going to go with. We're going to say 25. <laughs> but, um, but, you know, uh, having a good LinkedIn profile, having a good Twitter presence, uh, and mostly, you, you know, I'm looking at it from an engagement standpoint. I'm looking at it for people to, how are they interacting with their community? How are they providing resources? What's their knowledge base um, of the discipline they're in. So if I'm hiring a salesperson, you know, I want to, I'd like to see some, that, that idea that they're kind of, they're creating their, their, themselves as a resource. So I think that's how it can be used and be very useful and help you. Um, well, and then and obviously Could it also depend you. on the culture of the company that you're actually looking yeah, at? Totally. Like there's some that just like don't mind the the totally. after hours community you create. And that's actually a good, you know, one of the, a good point is that Better to know that up front, right, rather than go down the road and be like, wow, we are clearly a mismatch or a misalignment in, in how we look well, at the yeah. world. So. Some people share it. Some people don't, and it's still there. Yeah, totally. So, so just being aware of it. Absolutely. Hmm. And, yeah, I think, I think it's the mindfulness, right? For, for people who are really into it, they're going to mindfully craft their image. So and, are these people, like, it faking it? So if you're a little bit too mindful of it, like, this is the conversation, though. Like, if you're thinking a little too much – Where's the authentic you? No, I think that's the important part. I think you can absolutely be authentic, right? The 25 yeah. shots, getting back to that. Um, but now no. it's 24. <laughs> I think, because you're, you're drinking them as we go. Yeah. What's um, being genuine is, abs- and I think people can see through a, a false face, right? All this does is it makes it easier for people to hear your voice, and it gives you a platform to build that, to build that community and those connections. Rather than you shouldn't be faking it, you should be you, leveraging what is your wonderful self and putting that out in the world. And now you have an, an avenue, to, a channel to do that that's much different than it was. Yeah, but what is really fake too, right? So you can generate, you know, uh, a particular persona, and then and and then run with that. So a couple of years ago, um, I was I was a platinum sponsor for Trapping Conversion Summit, which is coming up next month, by the way. And uh, so I had um, an opportunity to put an insert into the bag. So what I did is I took a cut out of my face and put it on a popsicle stick. So there was 4,000 of these things. And it was the Thurman selfie. And so that was just like a weird kind of like mouth open, you know, kind of look. And, um, yeah, so then everybody just knew me from the Thurman selfies. And I had people <laughs> running me down going, hey, can I get a selfie with you? Um, and so just kind of got start to be known as that particular person. So now is the Thurman selfie like, you know, fake? Yeah, it's because that's not not running around like that all the time. But I just created something that people could connect with. Well, I think but that's I in think the that world idea, of marketing. Yeah, and that idea came from you. That is your, the way you choose to put yourself out there, right? That's a, that was a pretty authentic way to do it, that creativity, that kind of. Not not in a bad way, but like an oddity, right? That oh yeah, it was, it was definitely an oddity. <laughs> I didn't want to offend. Down, <laughs> downright. So at the end of the day, the whole thing was I would mark it up as a failure, right? And so failure is not necessarily a bad thing because it gives you an opportunity to grow from. Um, but it was poor execution. And um, did I, you know the outcome you wanted to produce yeah, from that? Yeah, before? I wanted to generate leads. Was there a number like? Is that why you call it a fail? Because yeah, there wasn't yeah. a number that it actually met. Yeah, I did. It, I couldn't directly relate it to sales, mm-hmm. um, so it's kind of like a failure in that particular aspect. But I had a uh, photo contest, right? So social media photo contest. If you ta- or hashtag Thurman selfie, and and there was a lot of creepy pictures. <laughs> but see, if Hannah did that, I think that might be a different story. Oh yeah. Hashtag Hannah selfie. Oh. <laughs> See what yeah. just happened? Tony is actually working on that right now. Yep. <laughs> it's yeah, in the works. Like, she's on her phone right now. <laughs> she's making notes. I like that idea. <laughs> yeah. So, so I don't think that's false, is, it, is what no, I would say. Yeah. I would say yeah, that's yeah. a very genuine idea yeah. from you. So now you may not want to carry the, th- you know, you, you want to be th- the Thurman selfie forever. Yeah. That I might still, have been. Yeah, I stopped doing the Thurman selfie. I still have people like ask me. It's like, hey. Do you like, still have any? Yeah, I have. A, I have. They're a being sold box. on eBay. I totally want one. I we're want selling one them too. on eBay. Yeah, see, I would love. I'm going to sell them on eBay. I told you I should have brought them. Totally I'm doing like, it. I was no, I'm going to sell them. After the, I'm like, ah, uh, I was going to bring them, and then I forgot. 
story of my life. So I think it's also the interpretation (laughs) of what you perceive, like your audience is going to perceive something. Right. And that would be the other thing, right? And as you as marketers know, it's your target audience. So lots of stuff you do won't resonate with people. So that's the other reason it's being authentic and genuine because you want to make sure you're reaching the target. You know, you didn't necessarily want to reach creepy people with pictures, but you did. So um, I think, for, again, from that recruiting standpoint or that job, when you're looking as, as a professional, um, understanding what the experiences that you want to create with people and being okay that sometimes you're not going to, you jive, and that's all right, as long as you're putting good stuff out there and trying to do good. Yeah, and know, you know your audience, like the audience that you, does mm-hmm. connect does with connect you. with you, and then provide them, continue to provide value, yeah. yeah, whatever that looks like. Yeah, it was it was interesting because um, in the lead up, right, so I was kind of doing that, a um, friend of mine, Sarah, uh, she was with a bunch of other uh, marketers and peers, and they were all kind of like convincing about the Thurman selfie. I wasn't there. She's telling me this uh, secondhand. And they're like, oh, yeah, I'm not sure I like the thermos selfie. And they're, you know, they're saying the thing. And she goes, well, you guys are talking about them. Right. Yeah. And so as long as it kind of like brings you to forefront of mind, that's an effective thing. Yeah. Absolutely. So. Well, what's the old adage, right? There's no such thing as bad publicity. Although I would probably argue with that a little bit. But, yeah, if they're talking about it, they know your name. Like that's, what's that worth? So, okay, so it brings me up to is every personal branding really just self-promotion? Like in your interpretation of it, Jennifer, is that something that you just realize? Are you just looking for something? Are you, I mean, it, it's an intimidating game on social media. It's almost like, do I want to look at how many people liked me yet? Right. Should I not look? I'm, just, I'm not going to look. I'm not going to look. That's just a distraction. Yeah. Or is it something that you want to see if there's anybody commenting because of the interaction? Well, yeah, I mean, you definitely want, I mean, I think with marketing yourself the same as marketing your company or doing it, you, you know, you definitely want engagement. So... I don't think it's, I think some people, maybe that's their agenda, self-promotion, to just get their name out there as much as they possibly can, whatever it looks like. Which I think, can work. Which, absolutely. It will just depend now what, you know, what is your goal, right? What was your objective? Um, the, I think from a, but I think it, it, it's of course about self-promotion. I think the other thing, though, is if you're coming at it from a standpoint of, I really want to develop a community, I want to create a good experience so that when people interact with me, they know what they're getting in my experience and, and, or what experience they're going to have with me. Um, I'm providing resources. I'm, uh, you know, creating that kind of collective. Um, I think it can be a lot more than self-promotion. I think then what you're actually doing is furthering a conversation or you're creating this, um, you know, this cool energy on a, on a platform with a specific group of people. And that's pretty awesome. And, and a lot of times it'll be back and forth at that point. So, you're going to get as much from it as somebody else will. Yep, so you can just walk right in and go, I'm what you need. I Heck love yeah. that. I love that so much. Yeah. I swear. I want to. Well, the start, confidence I, I, level. I feel like I want to start walking into companies like, I'm what you need. Oh, yeah. my God. I think everyone should. Yeah. You should. That totally well, how do you are what they need. How do you handle it when they're like, no, you're not? <laughs> I handle it. I cope. It is. Uh, <laughs> no, I mean, it happens. They I mean, need for, more time. <laughs> I mean, like, for like, every, like you, they I really don't know what you need then. I guess you don't know what you need. I am what I I mean, but for every 20 bars I walk in, there's going to be 19 that obviously don't know what they need. But there's that one yeah. who they're like, oh, you are what we, what we need. But I walked in and you can't know and you can't put yourself out there unless you That's went awesome. to those 20 bars. So it's a numbers game for you. It is a numbers game. It totally is a numbers game. And you know That's that. how I look at it. And yeah. I go in, you got to know, go in knowing it's a game of numbers. It's all a game of numbers. Brilliant. <laughs> Yeah. No, that's brilliant. That well, way there's no heartache there. <laughs> and you can't take it personally. It's not personal. Yeah. None of it is personal. Yeah. So I just like, got to know good. it's the odds and it's the numbers. And maybe it's just not what they were looking for at that time. But who just became the master in the I, room? I know. I'm just like, oh, yeah, we're not talking about my dating life. So um, <laughs> It is a numbers game there, too. <laughs> so when, so when, <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, so when it comes to self-promotion, Hannah, um, what really defines you as an artist? Um, as an artist, shoot, well, I mean, I love art, and I love the art of music, and I value it. I value art more than anything, but also there's this this medium with my self-promotion where I have to be more business, and I have to market myself, and I have to do the covers and the bars I maybe don't want to play. Like, sometimes I feel like they're dancing monkey with self-promotion and cover gigs, and 
making money. There's a lot of musicians my age, I think, who think of it as selling out, doing the cover gigs and the corporate events, and they won't do it. But um, I don't really view it as selling out. I think I'm really lucky to make money in what I love to do, and everyone really needs, everyone is going to have a crappy job. And I'd rather my crappy job be in what I love to do. And it's not crappy, but I'd rather make money in the art form I love to do. So until I get to this stage where I'm just truly an artist and I'm writing my own stuff and I'm touring and I'm saying, here's what I wrote. In the meantime, I have to self-promote myself and do the business side of it and play maybe the less fun gigs and do the less fun stuff. So are there any days that you want to quit and just get a real job? Not that ne- I say it was a real job, but just like... Never. <laughs> Never. I did for a little while. Like I was bartending for a little bit, um, like half a year ago. But um, I can't do it. I don't want to work for under somebody. I want to be my own man. And I want to call my own schedule. And I want to call my own rules. And I think I have it pretty good being able to do that and say I do that. Yeah. Especially at my age. Yeah, so one of the things I totally respect about you is this like um, when I booked you for my birthday party. Right? Yeah. Um, you're using all of these platforms and, and technology to um, manage all that. So what's that like for you? That is, um, that's another big part of it. I don't think a lot of businesses realize how important social media mm-hmm. is. Like the other day, this bar, like I'm not going to say which bar, but they said Spaghetti Thursday, and it was a little thumbnail of a picture of spaghetti. So they weren't using their social media right. But I think it's important to I have as many platforms as possible because I want to reach as wide of an audience as possible, especially with my music. That's the goal, to reach the right person, the right time, to connect with as many people as I can. How much time do you spend on social media? A lot. Like, what's a lot? Oh, shoot. I don't know. A couple. If I'm really focused on it, I might spend my whole day on it. So eight hours a day? If I'm really focused on it. I'm not that focused. (laughs) Maybe a couple hours a day. Because I'm going to check my social media, but I'm going to actually come back to um, the question of, is social media your resume? Yeah. And we'll be right back. Entrepreneur Simplified is a business coaching and consulting firm that provides educational programs to entrepreneurs and small business owners. We have world-class trainers that lead or retreats and coach our participants in sales, marketing, product development, leadership, and processes and systems. Our programs, especially our MBO, Masters in Business Ownership, create breakthroughs that allow our clients to truly experience a shift in how they operate their business and reach their full potential. This is about real solutions for real business. Are you ready for swimsuit season? Let's face it. We all have those pesky areas that are stubborn to diet and exercise. We have just the solution for you. Introducing the FDA-approved Ultra Shape Power for powerful fat burning. The Ultra Shape Power is body contouring at its best at 32% fat reduction. The strongest and most effective body contouring device on the market. Painless. No downtime. And you can see the results in as little as two weeks. Call LifeScape Premier to schedule your free consultation with Noel, their very own certified laser specialist and national trainer. Call 480-860-5500 or visit www.lifescapepremier.com to learn more. Welcome back to Marketing Money Mindset, the place where clever marketing, creating money, and the conscious mindset intersect. With your hosts, Elisa Sparks Lane and Rich Thurman. Hey, welcome back. I just want to mention next week we're actually going to be talking to Noelle. She's going to be back talking about being the sexy beast. I know we're still kind of touching on that, right? I don't even know if that's going to be it. But there's a little bit of a surprise, possibly some animals coming in. I'm not even sure. (laughs) And we're not talking about me. <laughs> but yeah, stay tuned for that one. Next week's gonna be amazing. Yes. Um, okay, so we were talking about how social media, to me, sometimes shows up as a resume, 
And um, I've always had, I, I think I've been playing on social media, I say playing, for about six years. Mm-hmm. And it's a practice and it mm-hmm. changes and it evolves. I don't know if you ever master it completely. Um, I do know consistent time on there is definitely a benefit. Um, and I have to say, Hannah, you were so on. Like you connected with me right away. You threw a post out. You yeah. celebrated the fact that you're going to be on the show. I was like, who is this girl? I like her. I found you. I searched you out. <laughs> I'm easy to find, though. I'm not really you are. You're not hard yeah. to find. I came right up. I'm right here. I'm, I'm, what you're, I'm what you're looking for. Yes, you <laughs> are. What I'm, yes, you were. You are. It was excellent. Okay, so is it like your new resume? Like when you think about, you know, your track record, should you have all those things up? You know, like my old jobs. I know LinkedIn is probably the best one when it comes to things like that because it is pretty much you know, plug in your resume and it actually uploads all the information. But is there a place on Facebook or Twitter that you feel that should be a part of something in your resume? And I guess it depends on the job, it too. Depen- yeah, it, it depends, again, on kind of what you... So to, to your point, consistency with the social media is really important. If you're going to just kind of not do it, like, don't, you know, pick one that you really like or that you think really um, targets the people you want to... You want that you're wanting to reach, and when you say consistency, is it almost like you want to make sure that the story keeps going? Like yeah. after the fifty shots, we want to make sure you're okay, or if you need a, a Uber, <laughs> you know, that's for rich. But like, definitely. yes, that would be nice. Put everyone's mind at ease that you got home okay. Um, I think consistency of, of consistency of posting, um, making sure that across your platforms, so if you have lots of platforms, you're using them, you're leveraging them right. And so for some things, like for a resume, for example. Instagram, probably not a platform you need to worry about, right? That's probably not one I'm, I'm going to hit if I'm a recruiter looking for someone. I'm, I'm going out to uh, LinkedIn uh, versus if you're an artist. But you're, you're a recruiter. You're pretty specific what you're looking for. Like when you're recruiting, you stay more on the technology side. Is that still the case or is it something that's opening up for you? Oh, no, I do you're across the Because I know when we first met, it was. Well, I work with a lot of technology companies, but I recruit all the positions and disciplines within that. Um, when I'm looking at a candidate, the thing I like about social media is it gives me a, a truer sense of how someone is versus the piece of paper, the resume. That's been the nice addition to, um, to that kind of, you know, when you're sourcing people and trying to find people. Um, because recruiting has changed in the sense where the same thing that um, marketing is probably fine. I have, to, I have to look for my, you know, people. It's not like I'm just getting 100 qualified resumes, right? It really becomes that search and those connections. And the nice thing about social media that the candidates can leverage as well as companies is it gives you that that story. It, it presents a story. Kind of see a personality behind it. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, I do think Facebook's great for that, you know, and I think putting your jobs on, you know, where you've worked in Facebook because, you know, then it'll tell you people you might know because they work there. And it's always interesting where the connections come from. Somebody might hit you up because they went to the U of A at Bear Down. And, and they, uh, you know, are doing some sort of game, thing, you know, happy hour that they're inviting you to. So I think all I think if you're comfortable putting your information out there, if that's the world you're living in, I know a lot of people don't. They try to keep themselves under the wire. So mm-hmm. but if you're comfortable putting it out there, absolutely make that a good a good story across the board. As much it is. As you a, can. It's a practice. I mean, I took on this year like really diving into being authentic. I've mentioned my parents a few times and it was really vulnerable for me because it's like, this is my life. You know, I have kids, I have a family, I adore (laughs) my family. And I think luckily my parents are in a generation that doesn't really go on Facebook because I'm sure they'd like have questions for me that I probably wouldn't want to answer half the time. Are are you (laughs) friends with all your kids? All my kids, all of them. (laughs) My my kids, my kids have not, Accepted my friend request. <laughs> really? <laughs> not yeah, not even not, no, no platform. It's totally true. Not even Instagram. No. no. <laughs> well, no. Uh, Instagram. Alex. Alex is. Uh, oh, you've got one. Yeah. So they I probably get, blocked I to, you. I could see the ferret. I mean, well, see, my kids used to make <laughs> money back in the day. So when I first started doing social media, they noticed that if I posted a picture of them, I'd have more likes. And I don't know which one started it. I think it was Will, but he's like, "Wait a second here. You're making money off of us. <laughs> I want five bucks off a picture." I'm like. <laughs> Done. Done. Because that was just the best thing I've ever seen in my life. That's awesome. Right? I'm like marketer brain right here. And he's in <laughs> IT right now. Yeah. So uh, Mara is the same way. I can't get her to take a picture to post unless there's some sort of... Incentive. Incentive. Yeah. <laughs> I'm and glad now, I'm not the only one. <laughs> now it's like, please just smile. Just smile. They're like, nope, nope, <laughs> nope. 
I'm lucky if I get like a back shot. I'm like, oh, they're here. I swear. <laughs> That's what I have to do. I have to wait for her to walk ahead of me and then take a picture. All right, we're throwing Tony on this one because you got to tell us how's Hannah with the social media on you? <laughs> with me and Hannah? Um, don't look at me for answers. <laughs> yeah, so, so yeah, so do you judge her? With, do you judge her off of what she? Puts oh, on? she judges no. me. I'll like cuss on my social media, and she'll comment. Did you have to cuss? She'd be like, "No cussing on <laughs> the open air." I was like, "Ooh, and that's I'm really boring." Just She's like, "I raised, I raised a lady, right?" <laughs> no. <laughs> and you know what she's really saying, though, right? What's she saying she loves you. Yeah, no, it's all out of love. It's it all is. out of love. There's nothing I tell my kids that I. It, it's just basically I love you. <laughs> like, <laughs> should you do that? It means I love you. <laughs> true, true. It is. It's all Just out remember of love. that. Rest of your life. Always. It's all out of love. Yeah. So, Tony, what's what's it like for you watching Hannah kind of um, uh, evolve? Well, at the her? beginning, it was me. I I mostly did it. I just took yeah. pictures of her yes. and put them up there. But as a as a family, we're abnormally just real. We've always been real. We've taught our kids to be real. Put yourself out there. You say what you say, and if they don't like you for it then people don't like you for it. So it's kind of a natural thing for social media. And I think our entire family, really, especially Hannah, she, um, she wants to be out there. She wants her voice heard. She stands for a lot of good things that, that we love about her. And it seems like um, one thing social media has really done is help her network with other musicians, which I don't think, I don't think she could be exactly where she is without sharing the stages of the musicians in the valley and getting their um their input suggestions it built her confidence um so that helped a ton with other people in your same in your same market fighting for the same jobs but she has a way of just being their friends yeah and i think it's helped a lot too yeah what do you have to say Anna? i don't know she's she says things so eloquently. <laughs> she says things so so nice. No, um, networking's I think is one of the biggest parts of being a musician. You have to network and you have to be people's friends and you have to be able to take advice and feedback and you have to be able to take it. And um, especially in the family I was raised in, I I can take things and I'm not afraid to put myself out there. I think that really helped me out in life and with what I want to do. Just the way the youngest, oldest? I'm the oldest. I'm the oldest, and I'm the only girl, and I have uh, three younger brothers. Hmm. It explains a lot, kind no. of. Firstborn. Yeah. There you go. No. Yeah. Yep. Us firstborns got to stick together. We do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had the easy road. I'm the baby. <laughs> I just followed along. It was easy. <laughs> and caused some trouble. I caused some I trouble. <laughs> All right, so I have a question for Jennifer. So one of the weird things that comes up usually in an interview is – what do I get paid? Oh. And, and you know you're not supposed to say that, Rich. Did you know that? What? You're not supposed to say, how much am I going to get paid? Really? Yeah. Really? That's the thing. That's what I've heard. But is it something you really want to say, or do you want to go more of, like, this is my requirement? Like, this is the, yeah. this is the no. lowest number I'll come in at. And do you want to <laughs> get that out of the way in the first interview? I know Hannah just, like... <laughs> Yeah, she's like, I'm what you need, and here's how much you're going to pay me to do and it. And pay me this. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> Done. See how easy this was? Negotiation over. Let's go get a taco. <laughs> yes. Uh, well, because it could come off as all you care about is the money. Well, yeah. I think it's how, how you phrase it when, you know, the timing. You know, should your first question out of the gate, if when, when somebody says, so, do you have any questions for me? Yeah. Should it be, how much do I get paid? That's what I'm thinking about anyway. Probably. (laughs) I might finesse it a little bit. Um, But, I mean, I think it's okay. You know, every probably every recruiter will tell you something different. I'm very well aware that people care about the compensation. I want them to think that the value they're going to be creating is what they're going to be compensated for, right? So I'm perfectly comfortable with it. Um, Do you negotiate that for... What do you mean? When you're doing the negotiating, or is that something you come in with, or do they know ahead of time with your recruiter? Like there's a set number oh, that oh. you, you tell your There's usually a range. There's usually a range, and then the company, you're talking about if, as a recruiter, do I help negotiate? Yeah, like which one's your <clears throat> client? Like it's really the recruiter, right? The company? The, um, I mean, the, well, you know, I look at it as they're both my client. I mean, yeah. the, the perfect, this is how I go at it. I really like there. There's no good in it for me if I don't create a good match both ways. Whether and that's like 
skill set matches, culture matches, money matches. Like it all needs to match. Um, or else there's a breakup. Yeah, and then I'm I'm the one who got them together, and now I'm the one they don't invite to yeah. you know Thanksgiving dinner anymore. I know. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so no, I think I look at them as both my client. I try to represent, and I, I you know the company will have a range, um, and I'm usually upfront. Like I'll usually tell the, my candidate the range, just because I do I don't want that to be an issue, right? I don't want to send somebody in and now they're twenty thousand dollars, yeah. <laughs> you know, off. So I don't. I think we should not make it a taboo subject. I mean, we all know that's. We work like that's part of the that's the reason work. why and yeah hopefully you get to love what you do and so the money is just a you know an extra thing on top of that but it's certainly you know people you don't do stuff for free so I don't think it should be taboo as I guess what I'm saying I think it's okay to say you know what's the compensation range on this position so yeah. Rich is actually sense. looking for a new assistant yeah and we've been talking about what that looks like and he's been really upfront about how much it's gonna be paid but he hasn't been upfront about all the requirements. What's the position? He, no, he, <laughs> look, Hannah's in. This is what you've been like, looking mm. for. <laughs> do I get this thing? So, so how do you work that in? Like, is it something that you say everything? Do you give a little bit of it? Do you give enough? Is it like dating? Like, you don't want to just like, you know. <laughs> like, put all your crazy yeah, out on the table. Like, I'm going to be a little loony on Wednesdays. I think you need to be as transparent as possible because here's the thing. As a company, it costs you money when you don't have a position filled and it costs you money to run a search. Whether you're doing it yourself or not, there's a time, there's a cost, a time, or however you want to look at it. Never mind if you're doing it uh, with a partner. Um, and if you're not transparent and then they come in and they can't, they don't, they didn't want to do the, what you're asking them to do or they can't, now you're, now you're three weeks into it, you've lost time, wow. you've lost money. Yeah. So I think transparency, I mean, I don't know what your requirements are. So, you know, I, I'm going to have to dig a hole, 10-foot hole every day. But again, if that's what you need me to do, let me know up front. I'll either agree to it or I won't. So it's best to know all the needs and all the wants and all that. pretty, yeah. And I think for candidates, too, I know a lot of candidates want to try to put their best foot forward and win the job. But when you start to get that sense in your stomach, like, this is probably not for me, it's better to just be like, you know... I, well, this isn't my gig. And that's I've, totally cool. I've Thanks heard of time. positions, like even like after they've done their first day of orientation, like even offer money yeah. and yeah. say, listen, if this isn't a fit for you, I'm, I'm willing to give you X amount of money for yeah. you to just leave. Yeah, I think Zappos started that. I don't know if they started it, but Zappos was big in that. And Infusionsoft used to do that here in the Valley. They had a two or three week pretty intense like training course and they would go you'd go through and you would do product learning product training they had books you had to read so they were they were very much invested yes and they would say at the end of that if you're not if this doesn't feel like the right place for you we'll give you i forget what it was but it was a nice size sizable amount of money we'll give you this amount and no hard feelings because that's how committed they were to making sure they were finding the right people for the right job it's a little scary at that point you're like wait a second they're real yeah like if they're willing to pay me to leave yeah, and the percentage was pretty low, I think, if I recall correctly. Like, it was, there were not very many people um, who took that. Um, but it was another way to, to, to say to out. the employees, you're, you're committing to us as much as we're committing to you. So, yeah. That's, but so I do think, I think put it all out there. I mean, yeah, be transparent. That's, it's, it's so, it's such a, it can be so bad if you hire the wrong person or, the, or you take the wrong job. It's so destructive to well, it's everybody. a waste of time. Oh, man. It's a waste of time, money, effort. Energy. Yeah. Like, why do that to anyone? Why? That's like not. Yeah. It doesn't sound like a good It's like life. marrying the wrong guy with the wrong pretense. <laughs> totally. No. Don't do it. I don't know anything about that. No, I don't either. <laughs> yeah, me neither. No. <laughs> All three of us are good. Yeah. Hannah's like, I'm not sure what's going on here. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I wanted to say that one thing, you know, as far as like pay negotiation and stuff like that. So, um. You know, owning my own agency, uh, I actually started making money when I fired myself from that conversation and yeah. hired somebody else on a performance base yeah. to have that conversation with the clients. That's a good thing to do. I've know. been in the, ne the negotiation with you, and I thought it was brilliant because you were just like, that's not in my hands. You'll have to talk to so-and-so. And I'm like, wow, that was like powerful and just like so smooth. Yeah. <laughs> and then, yeah, and then Val, she just goes for it. And just yeah. the maximum amount. And then the one thing that I had to let mm. go of. Oh, so she's going with, like, she's doing your proposal. Like, she'll do the quote. Yeah. yeah so do. there's no emotion involved. Right. So it's just Super like, smart. I'm the, I'm, I'm the yeah, expert. Yeah, because there's some people that are really good at that. And they, again, it's very unemotional for them. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Super unemotional. What, the one thing that I had to let go of 
was, you know, not closing a client. So if I meet somebody out in the wild, right? <laughs> in the wild? Yeah, in the wild. Thurman selfie. <laughs> That's yeah. next week. Hashtag Thurman selfie. <laughs> right. But if you meet somebody and then that, that comes up and they're like, oh, I want to hire you. And I'm like, well, I, you need to talk to this person. I, you know, I fired myself from that. That's awesome. And then, you know, the, there's a chance that they might not close, right? And so in the beginning when you're like, you're, we were talking about killing mammoths, right? So you get like a big deal and then you go a really long time and not have something and right. you get another one. So you're kind of like, I need to kill every single mammoth I come across. Um, that's not necessarily the case. So I had to let go of the fact that, you know, she's not going to close every single one. Whereas, you know, if I were doing it myself, I could, mm-hmm. but I'm going to make way less. Mm-hmm. So it just kind of equaled out. So I just had to let go of, you know, that fear of loss. Mm-hmm. And then once I got settled with that, it's just been clockwork. Yeah, that's a good awareness to have. And it does go back to, to knowing your value um, or having somebody who's working with you know your value, right? That idea that you should understand what you're worth and what your time's worth and, and be okay putting that out there. To yeah. some degree, so whether you're doing it or, or you're, you're, you know, your business development person's doing it. Or, and as a candidate, know, you know, know do, your do your research. Know what, those posi- what your position's yeah, time valued is, at. Time is an interesting thing. Um, we were talking before the show. It's so funny because I will spend 10 hours trying to get out of one hour's worth of work. <laughs> Same. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Not something you wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, because, you know... I don't know what happened. I think it was, I was probably six or seven. I wanted to go out and play. My mom said, you got to clean your room first. And then I just sat there for like five hours <laughs> looking at everything going. I wonder how I can get out of Four this. hours last night watching The Walking Dead instead of doing a client proposal. <laughs> like, and I don't even like The Walking Dead. Like that's how, that's how bad. Like it was just like, all right, I got another hour. Go ahead. Next episode. Turned yes, into the honest Netflix, show. <laughs> I am still watching. Yeah, binge watching. Come so clean. Wonderful. That's why I don't watch TV anymore. I can't. Yeah, because it's like time suck. So yeah. instead I just... It's a trap. Yeah. Just sit in your room. So, and so Hannah, what do you do with all your time? With all my time? The free time. Yeah. How about yeah. your free time? Oh, no. I, I really related to the Netflix binge watching. Oh. <laughs> They're like, are you still watching? I'm like, don't shame me. I know. That's <laughs> what I think. Yeah. Yes. Don't you shame me. As a matter of fact, Netflix, thank you very much. I do not need a commentary from you. <laughs> so what, what show are you watching? What show am I watching? Oh, my gosh. I'm watching, um, I like love on Netflix, like Netflix originals. Uh-huh. Love is super good, but I just finished it, and now I'm into, um, it's like this British one. Mom, what is it? The British one. The Crown? The Crown. Mm. The Crown. So good. Oh, Historical boy. dramas are all that. Mm-hmm. I know. They're, they're all but, um, What was uh, the Henry V? What was that one? <laughs> uh, the Tudors. The Tudors, yeah. That I, one uh, I like that one. That was Jennifer good. knows. <laughs> Seriously, because pr- I probably had something to do. So I was like, you know what? I think I'll just get up at 3 o'clock in the morning watching the Tudors. Everybody tells me I should watch Stranger Things. You should, because it's the best. It okay. is the absolute best. I like season I, fig- I figure I'll wait till it's all done, and then yeah. I'll just watch it all at once for like two weeks. <laughs> no, but that question, that's actually one of the hardest things about managing myself and running my own, my own business, in a sense, is that the time management. There's no one telling you where to be and when. So right. sometimes I will get caught in Netflix and you have to catch yourself. Mm-hmm. And it's the hardest thing to catch yourself and force your own self to do what it is you want to do. Because it's just, it's just way easier for someone to say, show up at work, 10 a.m., mm-hmm. be there, you're mm-hmm. fired. Way easier. There's less pressure. Yep. I think that's one of the hardest things, just managing your time. Does mom ever chime in? She does. She does. I get a lot of crap. I don't know. I get a lot of chime-ins, chimes from chimes. my parents, from both my parents. They, they'll let me know I'm not managing it, right? And <laughs> How do you react to those? Oh, not well. I don't know. <laughs> They're don't. right. They're not wrong. I know. <laughs> I attacked them. She made like a monster. <laughs> I want to naturally rebel. <laughs> uh, I thought that was a little bit of alacrity. They're brisk and ready, readiness. <laughs> no, it's definitely the hardest part. Yeah. So do, you, do you work with a coach or a music teacher or anything like that still? Or did you? Have, no. I mean, at, at one point, I've now? had some... I've had some vocal, I had a vocal coach. I have her off and on, but um, she's mostly helped me with just how to treat your body and treat your body like it's your own instrument. Mm. And it wasn't really much of the time management. The time management I had to learn over time. Mm-hmm. Like, what am I, 
what I put into my music is what I'm going to get back. And then I'll see periods where I did binge watch the Netflix and I'm not getting as many gigs or as mm-hmm. many things as I would like to see. And I have to step back and say, oh, you're not doing anything right now. Mm-hmm. So it's that, that part is hard. Yeah. Do you see that what um, happens today is really like structuring your future? And two part question on this one. And where do you see yourself in 10 years? It is. I love this conversation. I, it's things like this. I don't know. It's really motivating. It's really motivating to be here and it's super inspiring and it's something I can say I did. And I love talking with people like you guys. I love talking about this mindset, the marketing mindset. It is inspiring. And um, it's so after this, I'll probably want to push myself a little harder. Um, in 10 years, I definitely want to be an artist, a successful artist. I don't want to keep doing the cover gigs and the cover shows I'm doing now, but it is making money for me. But so what's success mean to you? Success to me is doing what I love. Which you are. Yes. So is there a number? I mean, and, and you can be totally honest. Like, is there a number money-wise? Or is there a, like, I want to be in front of X amount of people in one sitting? Is, yeah, like, there, is, is there, there, there are numbers there. There is. There is numbers. There's, um, I want to make a lot more money doing what I do. So maybe I want to make X amount and that's mm-hmm. success to me. Or I want an X amount of people to hear my music because there's I'm not reaching as many people as I'd like to now but I'm doing this now to eventually reach more people a bigger audience and still I'm doing what I want to do yeah. so, so, so would you take on sharing a little bit of your music right now oh or the thing I was like what's that sign mean oh sure <laughs> I'm gonna sing you're gonna sing something I'm gonna sing something for you guys Oh, she's That's taking out some equipment or something. I took out lyrics because I'm really nervous, so I don't forget. <laughs> well, and thanks for saying that because that's, that's real. Mm-hmm. And it's, yeah. yeah, and you still perform. I, I'll still do it anyway. I have the worst gig anxiety. I do. I freak out, but mm-hmm. I still get up there and I, I do what I got to do. Because <laughs> you're doing it. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. your body has no say in the matter. No. Just throw up and then keep going. Throw up, you keep going. <laughs> no, exactly. My sure. pits are sweating. I pit go. stains, but you got to still... Well, and that's inspiring them. for people because <laughs> most people are like, well, no, I got a little sweaty. I threw up. I'm out. I, yeah. see, I see that a lot, especially because I manage my own band, too. So a lot of band members a lot it's of times done. are just, I'm not feeling it today. Don't think I'll come in. You can't do that. Yeah. <laughs> it's not an option. That's not a thing. <laughs> All right. Let's see what you got. Oh, gosh. Okay. Okay. Um, it's harder when I don't have a guitar. Okay. <sighs> People live in the lies for you want to be. They say that I'm better than you have. You are great. Hey. He says, hold my calls and behind them cold brick walls. Say, come here, boy. There ain't nothing for free. Hey. Another doctor's bill, a lawyer's bill, another cute cheap throw. You know you love them if you put them in your well. But who else save your soul? When it comes to the flowers now, hey, 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 save your soul. After those lies that you told me, boy, and who else save your soul if you won't save your own? La da da, da da. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Great pick of a song. That was fantastic. So it's funny because it came from like your normal voice to just like this. Who entered the room? Right? Who was That's that? how it was when I first when I first you know, met her. It's just like, I, was that? like I walked into the I walked into Rulabu on the patio and then there was no music. I just walked in. I didn't even know because she was in peripheral, right? Walk up, get my beer, and then all of a sudden I hear that voice and I'm like, who is that? Yeah. <laughs> I love Great that. song. Thank you. <laughs> you want me to sing now? Yeah. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Richard Happy next. Happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. so, 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 Elisa and I, so I do do karaoke. I only do one karaoke song. Which song you actually is? started our party. So we had a holiday party and Rich was like, I'll start the game. And I'm like, seriously? Yeah, yep, I'll start it. And then I was surprised to know the song. Yeah. Would so, you like to say the song? Just tequila. Sing it. <laughs> Want yeah. the yes. Kiwi Herman? Yes. Yep. Do you wear it's the shoes word. and stuff? Because yeah. that would be amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. I, I got the dance yes. down. I do the dance and just and I have to say tequila three Clear times. Clear the I'm bar. Good. Yeah. 
Nice. So it was fantastic. Yeah. That's the easiest. And you did. You started the, the party. <laughs> it was all downhill from there. 25 shots later. Whoa. <laughs> I thought it was 24. It was 50. Who's <laughs> counting? There is a video. Uh, are, are your parents on social? My parents? Yeah. Yeah, my mom is. Um, she, um, she comments and likes on all my stuff. She does? Oh, that's yeah. Oh. So, so, so it's all good. Yeah. And dad? Uh, no. He's no. not. He's not on social or he hasn't no. accepted your friendship yet? No, he's not. On, <laughs> he's not on social. Is he with the kids? <laughs> the kids? Yeah. The kids have no. accepted grandpas. No. Uh, no, he's not. So my dad's not on social. Um, and his wife's not on social. And then my mom's like all over social. It's just like, yeah. so I just deal with it. <laughs> That's fun. It's like, oh, she's so cute. Aww. She'll go through spurts too. It's great because it's like all of a sudden you can tell she's got nothing going on at that time. And then boom, she's like 50 likes. And like stuff from like, she likes something from like two years ago. That's totally Aww. my mom. She's reminiscing. Right. I'm just like, how much have you been scrolling through? Oh Aww. my God. It's like, they're taking It's like power. she goes to the page, like different pages and just likes yeah. everything for the last yeah. three months. She's just like scrolling. See, I got super lucky because I have my kids who don't really post much. They're both boys. They're busy with life. But their girlfriends post pictures of them. So <laughs> I get to have <laughs> that conversation and we have a blast together. Nice. So Same. it's important. Social media. Makes Good me thing. smile. That's so awesome. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how I know when I need to go back home to Minnesota. It depends on how many likes there are in the bell curve. So. <laughs> <laughs> and so if Gotta I go back, back then it brings it back down. It's so, <laughs> um, good. Well, I have to say just thank you from the bottom of my heart. This is such an enjoyable show. Sometimes we know when we're walking in, like, it's just going to be one of those shows. And we came in really silly. But I have to say, I was extremely inspired by who you are, mm. both of you. Like, Thank Jennifer, you. you're doing something that's amazing, putting Thank people you. together in such a powerful way Thanks. and, like, creating their future. Thanks. And, I mean, Hannah, you gave me some joy today that I didn't have until right now. Totally. Oh. So I really appreciate both of you. Always love you, Rich. I love you, too. And Tony came in like a superstar. So she yeah. may have to have her own show. Yeah. And I'm sure I she has it. stories. Well, so, so if I understand this correct, Tony, you own your own business, right? Yeah, so we'll have to have you on some. All right. Okay. All right. Well, that's next time, and have a great week. We'll see you next week. Bye.